Well, I thank you all for being here. I'd like to thank Pastor for giving Smiles and I the opportunity to preach. Um, and I'd like to thank um, the Himes family for letting us stay in their house. Um, it's very blessing just uh, to be there. And uh, I'd like to thank the friends that I made here. Um, you guys have been a real treat to me. And so I'd like to start off with my testimony. You guys really don't really know me. Um, so I'm one out of three siblings. First being Lauren, and then Taylor and I are tied for second. We're twins. So my twin sister and I have done many things together. Right? We were born together, and we, we were raised together. <laughs> and we both made a profession of faith while we were younger. And then after that, I remember uh, really just doubting my salvation and not knowing, un, really just un, not, not, un, give me a second. I didn't know. I didn't understand salvation. I remember as a kid raising my hand for salvation and just a normal junior high youth night having doubts, concerns, and your pastor, Buddy Himes, spent time in prayer with me, and that stuck with me. I didn't understand salvation. I wasn't going to get saved then. I was doubting, concerned, and your pastor prayed with me, and that stuck with me. So after a couple years after that, things finally clicked, finally clicked. I got saved at camp. I was 17. Uh, 2019 at camp, uh, God got a hold of my, my heart and realized I was a sinner going to hell and I needed uh, Christ to save me. So after that, I was biblically baptized, my uh, local New Testament church where I'm a member of now. And um, after that, I graduated high school with my sister and uh, my sister went to a secular college after that uh, for nursing and I didn't know what to do, so I got a job. And um, around a year after that, um, the Lord led me to Heartland. And I looked over at my sister in the car, and I was like, hey, I think I'm going to go to Heartland. And she looked at me and said, I'm thinking the same thing. So we packed up our bags, went to Heartland in Oklahoma together. And um, so I finished my first year at Heartland. Then I interned in Leavenworth, Kansas. Then in the second year, um, finished my second year, which has been the, the beginning of this year. Uh, Brother Rusty, he was uh, my youth pastor at Lighthouse, and uh, Rusty Ellis, and he asked me to intern for him this summer. And I gave him a normal answer, no. And, and uh, I'm not sure really why I said no. Uh, I gave, got some time to pray and think about it. Um, my parents encouraged me to go, so um, I asked him, I was like, hey, um, uh, is it okay if I still intern with you? And he, he told me yes. And... Um, during that, the Lord got me out of my comfort zone to ask him to intern, and the Lord got me out of my comfort zone to, um, to really just, like, preach and um, do um, what he had called me to do. And during that, I saw the Lord's hand work in my life and in the lives of others. So I finished interning. Now my sister and I are attending Heartland this fall. We have three semesters to go. So uh, Smiles and I just finished midterm week, so... Uh, that, praise the Lord. So, <laughs> and uh, so if you would pray for us as we're traveling back. So enough about me and we'll get to our text. So if you would stand, 1 Samuel chapter 13, we'll be starting in verse 5. 1 Samuel chapter 13. So in 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 5, it says, and the Philistines gathered themselves together to fight with Israel. 
30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen. And people at the sand, which was on the seashore in multitude, and they came up and pitched in Michmash, eastward of Beth Heaven. When the men of Israel saw that they were in a strait, for the people were distressed, then the people did hide themselves in caves and in thickets and in rocks and in high places and pits. And some of the Hebrews went over Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead. As for Saul, yet was yet in Gilgal. And all the people followed him trembling. And he tarried seven days according to the, the set time that Saul, sorry, Samuel had appointed. But Samuel came not to Gilgal. And the people were scattered from him. And Saul said, bring hither a burnt offering to me and peace offerings. And he offered the burnt offering. And it came to pass that as soon as he made an end of the offering, the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came and Saul went to him to meet him, and he might, that he might salute him. And Samuel said, What hast thou done? And Saul said, Because I saw the people were scattered from me, and that thou camest not within the days appointed, that the Philistines gathered themselves together at Michmash, therefore said I, The Philistines will come down now to me to Gilgal, and I have not made supplication unto the Lord. I forced myself, therefore, and offered a burnt offering. Listen to this. I forced myself, therefore, and offered a burnt offering. And Samuel said to Saul, Thou hast done foolishly. Thou hast not kept the commandment of the Lord thy God, which he commanded thee. For now would the Lord have established thy kingdom upon Israel forever, but now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Lord had sought, had sought him, a man after his own heart, and the Lord hath commanded him to be captain over his people, because thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. I like to preach a sermon entitled, One being in the right place physically, while in the wrong place spiritually, will always lead to consequences. With the subtitle, Sitting at church while you're spiritually absent will always lead to consequences. So, where is your heart when you're in the right place physically? Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Uh, Lord, would you please allow me to um, be used of you and uh, speak only what you would have me to. Lord, would you please uh, calm my nerves and calm Smiles' nerves as uh, we preach your word. And would you please just help uh, us apply something to our life today and be better Christians for you. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. So have you ever had to memorize something or a poem? in front of class, <laughs> I have in high school. You study so long for this poem, like you can write it and say it without any thought or stumbling. But as soon as you step up into, into the class, you can't even get the first word out. That happened to me today. Brother Buddy asked me to read First Thessalonians and <laughs> I couldn't even read. So, but when you're uh, nervous and anxiety and all that stuff come around, you start, your brain starts to wonder and it, it doesn't act like it should and you start to make wrong decisions. So that's kind of where Saul's at. So we see Saul and we see Samuel, we see Israel and the Philistines. And we see Saul's anointed by Samuel to be king in chapter 10. The Israelites were facing a significant threat from the Philistines in chapter 13. So Saul is faced with some pressure to deliver victory against the Philistines. 
So they're in battle, or they're about to be in battle, and Saul doesn't know what to do. Samuel's gone. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't seek the Lord. Everything's coming around. Everyone's fleeing. And to make things worse, the Philistines are coming to battle. And so Saul has all this going on, and he offers a burnt offering. He tells everyone to get the offerings together. And this was a, this was a priest's duty. This was a clear violation of God's law. And now Samuel shows up and finds that Saul had already burnt, offered the burnt offering. So Samuel informed Saul that he acted in disobedience. So that was the historical background, and now my background. Before Rusty, Brother Rusty Ellis asked me to intern, I was in the wrong place spiritually. I was at Heartland, but I was in the wrong place spiritually. I was lacking in my Bible reading and my prayer, praying with God, having a relationship with him. I, I wanted to intern, but I knew something wasn't right. I was in the right place physically, but I was in the wrong place spiritually. And the Lord took me out of my comfort zone, like I said, and I really just see God work. Got a, a relationship with God, and I really just started to read my Bible, not just as some book, it's a living book, and I, I just got to pray with God that intern. I saw his hand work. So we got the historical background, my background, now your background. In this congregation, there are two types of people. There are lost and there are saved. To the saved, you're in church today. You are in the right place physically, but are you in the right place spiritually? To the lost, you're in church today. You're in the right place physically, but have you accepted Christ as your Savior? Saul in this passage, myself this year, and you all today. We share some similarities, but there's different outcomes. Saul was in the right place spirit physically. He was in the right place physically, Israel, but in the wrong place spiritually. And Saul's reign would eventually come to an end because of his disobedience. I was in the right place physically, Heartland, but in the wrong place spiritually. And if I would have never interned, I would have never been outside of my comfort zone, and I would have never seen God's hand move in my life and in the lives of others while I was there. And you, you're in the right place right now. You're in church. But are you in the right place spiritually? To the lost, you have an opportunity today to accept Christ and have a relationship with him. To the saved, are you spiritually where you need to be? Saul's disobedience led to the loss of his kingdom by offering a burnt offering without Samuel, thereby Saul failed to keep God's commandments. Saul, I, and you are going to make decisions on our own. We have many different battles going on, many different things, trials, and a lot of times we get carried away. We get stressed out, distracted, chaos. And as people, we try to we tend to get carried away and with all the distractions of life. But this, this passage tells us that when we do get carried away, we fail to keep God's commandments. So Saul learned the hard way, and I learned the proactive way so you can learn the better way. So where is your heart? Are you in the right place physically? Yes, you are in church today. But are you in the right place spiritually? To the saved, how's your relationship with Christ? 
and to the unsaved, please.